Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week, I've got Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons & Dragons, number one, from IDW slash Oni slash Adult Swim. The creative team is written by Patrick Rothfuss and Jim Zub, art by Troy Little, colors by Leonardo Ito, and lettering by Robbie Robbins. I picked up the Retailer Incentive cover by Sarah Richard. It features an epic painting of Rick battling, I guess, a Beholder? Or a Cthulhu-looking-like character? A purple squid-like character? And Rick battling to the death in beautiful painted tones? Looks great. Richard even captured uh, the little weird uh, pupil, star-shaped pupils that the Rick and Morty universe characters have. It looks like watercolor or perhaps prismacolor pencils. Looks really good. Alright, so the basic plot of the story is Rick and Morty play Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons is the classic role-playing game created by Gary Gygax, currently owned by Wizards of the Coast, creators of Magic, which means that they're also owned by Hasbro. So it looks like there had to be a lot of machinations in order for Rick and Morty to get into the world of Dungeons and Dragons, and that's addressed uh, at the end of the book where the creative team talks about it. But we'll get to that. The book starts off with Morty riding the bus, and all of his contemporaries are going on and on and on about the amazing adventures they've had in Dungeons and Dragons. It seems that everyone on the bus is totally hooked on Dungeons and Dragons. I wonder if this is sort of like a uh, foreshadowing of something darker that will happen later because Dungeons and Dragons and magic is cool, but 99% of the kids at the school are playing it, which seems a little odd. Morty wants to be one of the cool kids, so he goes to look it up. He goes to the website, he watches videos, he goes to Hobby Hall, a gaming megastore. He meets a gamer girl, Annika. He falls for her. He gets invited to their campaign, but of course he knows nothing about it. So he tries to learn on his own, but whoops, he bought the, he bought the original Dungeon Master's Guide, which is so passe. He tries to learn on his own, he's freaking out. So time for plan B, talking to Uncle Rick. Rick is an old school Dungeons and Dragons player, of course. With his genius, what else is he gonna do? He indoctrinates Morty into a little bit of one-on-one. -on -one. They create a character, and then it's off to Rick's playgroup. They play all night long. Morty dies several times, and that was all a test so that they can play real Dungeons & Dragons by hacking into one of the virtual reality games at Blips and & Chits and they then transport to a virtual reality where they are real Dungeons & Dragons adventurers. I sort of wish that most of the book was this, where they're actually adventuring. There's a lot of, again, a lot of setup that everyone loves D&D, Morty tries to learn on his own, Rick teaches him in his own way than with their own playgroup. I wish uh, that it was mostly them already in, in, in an adventure sort of setting. 
It's interesting that it's happening more in their minds in virtual reality than in real reality. There's a twist at the end. Joyce, grab a mop and a bucket. And then we get a preview of issue number two. It's going to be Beth and Summer adventuring. There are some great pinups at the back of the book. There's Rick's character, Alcazar the Magnificent. He's got a lot of skills and ferrets. Then you have the pinups from the various covers that were released. The standard cover by Troy Little is pretty nice. Oh yeah, that's a Beholder, the one with a lot of little eyeballs. The one that uh, Rick is battling on the incentive cover by Richard. That's some other sort of creature, maybe a Cthulhu-like character. Or you'll tell me in the comments uh, when I got it wrong. There's another one with Tess Fowler and Tamara Bonvillan. Uh, with a lot of realistic characters, and Rick and Morty are not realistic, they really stand out. All of the covers are listed, and there seems to be 23 different covers. Collect them all. Jim Zub, Patrick Rothfuss, and Troy Little are then interviewed about getting the project started. They all played some D&D back in the day. They had to wrangle the license. Adult Swim over at Oni has the comic book license for Rick and Morty. And then Wizards of the Coast has a license for Dungeons and Dragons. They were worried that Wizards wasn't going to let uh, Dungeons and Dragons be used in a sort of a parody way, but they were surprised that they allowed it. And then the project started, and they talk a little bit about their own characters and so forth. And I like that the collaboration happened. It gives us a, another look into the Rick and Morty dynamic. We learn a little bit more about Rick. He's into Dungeons and Dragons, you know. There's another chance for Morty to mature by battling orcs and stuff. Little's art is very nice. It's very on-model compared to the cartoon series. And when they're in the adventure world, I think the art is even better. The plot feels like a Rick and Morty episode. So Zub and Rothfuss nailed that. So overall, it was an enjoyable book. I can't wait to read the next volumes. This is probably a five-issue series, six-issue or so. So it'll all be collected very easily in a trade eventually. But I look forward to picking up the series on the reg. So this week I read Rick and Morty vs. Dungeons & Dragons number one. And this has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. See you next week.